Hi there, you're listening to Fuck It, I'm Starting a Business. My name's Henna and welcome. This is the show where I talk to you about what's been working in my business, what's not, hacks, challenges and tricks. And today it's a very special episode on ENFP, which is a type of personality uh, within something called the Myers-Briggs personality test. It's one of 16 types. And if you haven't done the test, uh, you definitely hop on to www.1616personalities.com and make sure you miss out the middle answers. Just go with your gut uh, and, and try to avoid that whole, you know, number three in the middle. I, I don't know. Make make a decision. Um so yeah, if you're listening to this, I'm going to assume you're an ENFP or you're working with ENFPs and want to work better with them, or um, you're just a really curious person. Either way, welcome. So I'm not going to go too much into what are the characteristics and the traits of ENFPs, because I'm just going to assume that you know that. But to highlight the real fundamentals is that you're an extrovert so you'll get your energy from people people just external sources rather than internally um and then but i would say that varies a bit because i've met enfps who are just an extrovert by a very small percentage and we are so different uh so you really have to be careful i mean it could be if you're close I wouldn't take that as a a matter of fact. But also the other thing to add is that ENFPs are the most introverted of extroverts, of the extrovert types. And I've noticed within myself is that when people meet me um, the first time we go on, the second time they meet me, they're confused. And it's because... They see that whole extrovert side and think, oh, she's really chatty. She's like this. She's like that. And then they realize, actually, she's very introspective as well. Um, like I studied philosophy at university. Like, trust me, I'm, yeah, I think a lot about stuff. And because of that, that throws them off. And I'm kind of like, I come across, I'm like, I'm open, but I'm really private. I'm just, I'm a whole load of opposites. And that I find actually alienates people because people want to be able to understand others. They want to be able to box them comfortably. Um, so it's a funny one for me because my extroversion level is like 90%. 90%. So I think that's why it's um, a little bit confusing. And it's taken me a while to figure out what happens when I'm developing new relationships. But that is that. So if you are very high on the extrovert scale, uh, you might have similar things like I do Um, in which case yeah say hi (laughs) let me know let's discuss this Um, but in the context of business so I've mentioned before on this podcast that actually one of the hardest things I've found in terms of being a solo founder or whatever is being so extrovert it's been really really tough I've had to fall into myself I've had to find this introverted side of me and really pull it up because I can't work like it impacts me if I've not had enough interactions with people throughout the day it just makes me very unproductive so here are a few things that I've realized that I I wish I knew before which are very relevant to the ENFP 
personality type. So the first one is that we tend to get so excited about things. We get all this enthusiasm and this rush and it's like, I've got to do this and this is amazing. And uh, there's this this glee, this open, wide-eyed uh, way of looking at things where it's this huge possibility. Some people call it gullibility, but it's I, I'm just like, it can be done. Like I have to do this. What I was doing is I was saying to myself, actually, Hannah, you have to do your finances. You have to do this instead and you have to do that. So no. And this was the wrong thing to do because that level of enthusiasm is your strength. It's such a huge strength to have. It's like it's like a power boost charge and you should leverage it. So if you're suddenly feeling really, really motivated to create content for social media, go create it. Use that energy, that lift and just do it because you will do a far better job than when you're not as interested. And it's the same for a lot of things because I feel like across the board, there'll be tasks that we're sometimes interested in and sometimes we're not interested in. And then other times we feel more motivated to do something else. When you feel that as an ENFP, take it because ENFPs on the flip side love to procrastinate. If there was a university degree for procrastination, I would have got a first. I am glorious at procrastination and I come up with the most creative reasons. Like, you know, I need to come on and do a a podcast episode because this is to do with being continuous. It's to do with consistency. This is good for me. It's recording my journey. It's helping my business. But actually, why are you not doing the task that you need to do at hand? That that's what you need to be doing. So we are really good at avoiding things and coming up with beautiful reasons as to why. Um, so when you feel that urge to do something, just do it. Get that thing done. Um, and then obviously, you know, you have to do the stuff you don't want to do as well. There's no way around that. But um, when you get that push, take that. So that's something. The other thing is, which is our... A positive is that we are natural networkers. If you have an ENFP on your team, arm them with the knowledge, the information that they need. Maybe, you know, teach them about sales or whatever because they can go out and they can make the connections. And if they have those skills, they can then, you know, bring home the goods. Uh, we, We just love people (laughs) and that's why you come across as a much better networker because if you enjoy people people can pick up on that they don't think oh this person's selling to me and usually I'm not selling to them I really just want to talk to them so this itself is just such a a useful thing to have um, that you know come with the knowledge come with the, the way of creating that deeper connection so that even though if you do connect that day there's still a, a connection later, um, which you can, I want to say leverage, but you can, you know, build on, build on a, a better way of looking at it. So that is your, your friend. Um, the other note, so number three, is that I, I have to admit, I'm a little bit jealous of ENTJs because they just get stuff done. I've realized they don't procrastinate. So my friends who are entrepreneurs, who are ENTJs, 
I don't know, I just look at them and I'm like, why can't I be more like you? <laughs> and every time they're always an ENTJ. And there is some level of directness which they have, which is great. And it's, it's brilliant at the beginning. Um, they're not as good as networking, 100%. They definitely struggle. In fact, all of them have asked me for advice. So yeah, actually all of my, yeah, they have. Um, but they are really good at just not overthinking things and just putting things together where they can and how, and that somehow manages to get them across. They're also good at missing out steps on the ladder. Uh, maybe as an ENFP, I will dream about the top a lot more, but I'll still take every single proper step up. But they somehow don't dream about the top and then they'll miss certain steps and they'll get further along the way. So... There is, there is something there. So I would say if I could, I would probably get an ENTJ on my team. But I have noticed that whilst I get on with, I have ENTJ friends, um, we clash a lot and sometimes they piss me off. So I don't know if, if they're the best type. Uh, but if you're an ENTJ listening to this, I'd say what you maybe need to understand is that an ENFP needs a lot more space, a lot more freedom. They need to have creative outlets and they also need structure because otherwise they will go wild. So you need to have a bit of both space within structure. It needs to be a, a fake amount of space really that they think they have room, but there is a lot of structure. Um, and what else? I've had ENFPs are sensitive uh, to criticism and take things personally. I'm not because I had that drilled out of me from a really younger age. I was put into um, situations where I did loads of sports and, and various things. And for some reason, I was always pulled out and humiliated in front of everyone. And I made the decision that, you know what, this is one-to-one -one advice and feedback. And I'm just going to take it because I'm lucky I'm getting that kind of attention although publicly um, so I don't really feel that but it is said a lot that ENFPs generally take things personally so my recommendation to you would be get on stage and get people to give you feedback you have to you have to drum that out of you you can't be taking things personally you have to um so one thing which I used to do, which is, is a very childish thing to do, and I don't know what the what the parallel would be now, but I used to draw on my exercise books, and I would doodle, and I would do all this like artistic stuff, and I wouldn't allow myself to get attached to it. I would actually rip it up straight after bin. It's a really bizarre thing to do because I'd spend hours on them, and I would actually be emotionally attached, but I didn't want. I didn't want to be too attached to it. I didn't want to be so attached to my art. I couldn't let it go and see it for what it was, a product, an output which can be created again in a different, you know, different time, different form, depending on my mood. So I would um, chalk it up or I would spoil it and that would be it. And yeah, people around me would be like, what are you doing? You spent so long on that. And I really like your cover of your exercise book which you've scribbled all over. Um, but it was something which I decided to do. So you kind of need to do a parallel. And lastly, what I want to say is that I do think the beginning of the journey, depending on what your business is, but for mine, for instance, 
I think it is tougher if you are an ENFP at the beginning. The ENFP becomes an entrepreneur a lot of the time because they have the ideas. They love, you know, that they're quite curious about things. They probably expose themselves to more stuff. Um, And I've done this episode on creativity, which is perhaps my favorite episode that I've ever done because it's the one that I feel like I can help people most on. But um, I believe to be a creative person, you just really need to expose yourself to as many different experiences as possible. Uh, You know, putting that succinctly. And that's what they've done. They, They usually go out and experience things because they need that. And because of that, they come across perhaps as creative. So they have these ideas, but they don't necessarily always have the tools it takes more effort for them for some reason and that's what I found as well it's been a huge amount of self-discipline and that's needed regardless of whatever personality you are but I do feel like there is more effort that's needed at the beginning but where your strengths will come in is like after that first bit of hurdle so I think when I'm up and running a bit more then I will be able to hopefully harness my my ENFP-ness and use that to get sales use that maybe in content use that um to just do more i i keep getting told you're really investable as a person and i think hmm, that's my personality that that will come in useful later when we're nowhere near that stage yet but this bit is the bit which is a, a bit of a struggle if you are an enfp i would Love to know about your experiences. I'm more than happy to do an episode. I want to talk more about the Myers-Briggs personality test. I, I did so a while ago as well. But um, yeah, it'd be really, really cool to discuss this further. Have a brilliant uh, day. And if you're an ENFP, you probably will. I mean, you wake up, you're just like, oh, I'm up. It's amazing. Uh, saying that you're also slightly prone to depression. So yeah, watch out for that one. All right, guys, have a good day. Bye-bye.